America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug yeah. abuse. Hmm. billion dollars everybody's talking about it somebody's gonna die over that yeah they are there's a million well they saved millions of lives right here this is the best thing before we get into this bus that everybody knows about because it's all over mainstream media right now welcome to the daily addict it's your boy tim and your boy dave here to give you the best from the west that's our quest. Damn. I got more, but I'm not going to keep going. Um, yeah, in Philadelphia. Everybody's talking about this, the $1 billion cocaine bust. I, uh, I'm skeptical about that. I don't know if it's $1 billion because it's 15.8 kilos I mean, you got to be saying, they're saying street value, and I understand all that, and I understand, like, you know. It's 35,000 pounds. Right. A kilo. Fuck. A kilo can't be more than 30K, though. Can it? I don't know. It's 36 ounces. I've been out of the drug game for a. Many years. So I don't. I'm just trying to see if I'm just trying to see if they uh, exaggerated this by a little bit. Oh, they always do. So, so even at thirty thousand a kilo, I got that four hundred and seventy-six million under half under a under half a billion. But my math may be flawed. I'm not a cocaine dealer. I don't know. I'm just trying to go off what I know from reading all these stories and knowing. You know what the game's like on the uh, on the national and world level, and this is a big bust. Don't get me wrong. All in one swoop, um, they confirmed six people were charged, and it was in Philadelphia. They also upped the amount of cocaine seized from the uh, cargo ship, the MSC. Gayane? Is that Gayane or Gayaney? Not sure. They put the street value at $1.1 billion. Each defendant has been federally charged with one count of knowingly and intentionally conspiring with each other and with others to possess more than five kilos of cocaine on board the vessel. So the attorney, William McSwain said, you thought you could breeze into our port and then leave with enough cocaine to destroy millions of lives without being caught? You thought you were clever, you were wrong. Hmm. Yeah. That's what he said. You were wrong. You you weren't clever. You can't bring it right into a port, a main port, I guess. But, um, needless to say... 
That's a lot of drugs for one shipment. Yeah. Fuck. It is. And it even shows when you go to the, all the mainstream media is covering it. Every website's covering it. Every person knows about it. Probably that's listening to us now. They even show the route of the ship. First of all, they went from Peru to, to, to Colombia. The only two countries that really co- produce cocaine. That should give you a, uh, a suspicious, uh, you know, a suspicion right there. You're going from Colombia to Peru to Panama, Bahamas, all the way up to Philly. And uh, it just looks like a cargo, cargo ship. I mean, where was it heading after that? Netherlands? Was it heading somewhere else? I believe it was going to the Netherlands. Yeah. I bet you this wasn't all for the U.S. A lot of cocaine lovers in Europe. No doubt about it. So, um, what would you do if you uh, had a ship with 16 and a half tons of cocaine on it, Dave? What would you do? I wouldn't make it off the ship. (laughs) That's a lot. You could throw a big ass party. Yeah, a huge. You could throw a worldwide party. Fuck yeah, where everybody's just up all night listening to Lionel Richie and shit, fucking yapping their brains off. Isn't that kind of like the side effect? <coughs> Isn't that our side effects? There is yappity yap yap up all night. Some people, I think it. Has the reverse effect on me. That's because you're gay. That's okay. Um, it's National Pride Month. That's Rainbows. why. I, that's why I just took you out of the closet. Thanks. As long as you recognize it in, during this month. Next you, month, though. You hear there's a Pride in uh, Saginaw and Bay City too coming. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're interested, I might be. You still got your spandex? Uh, well, actually. Now that you mention it, I just got them altered. Nice. Yeah. Extended? No, I had stitches taken out of them. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) They have, they only have two seams. Oh. Yeah. They're like skorts for men. I didn't know that was such a thing. Did you know that's a thing? No. Skorts? No. They're like skirts and shorts. At the same time. You never heard of that. It's a real thing. It's not what I'm getting made, but it's a real thing. So, why are you looking at me so weird, man? I don't know. What's going Just on? I'm trying to figure out the whole uh, Get- getting stitches removed. <laughs> Kind of thing. <laughs> Usually, you get stitches added. Yeah, well, I did have some added. I had to get them removed. That's the thing. So you're blown out. Not yet. Not like this ship is. <laughs> <laughs> this ship is definitely. All right, this ship sailed, man. Let's go to the next story. Yeah, I got you there. 
Let's go into, uh, let's go to Mexico. Let's go. Lopez. The new El Presidente. Obrador. AMLO. That's his, uh, AKA AMLO. So even before he won office, the Mexican, Mexican president, Andreas Manuel Lopez, Arbador. See, that's why they just made him AMLO, because nobody wants to say all four names all the time. If you got four names for, for the respect and sanity of everybody else, just break it down to two fucking names, man. We know who you are. You don't need to have all the names attached. Do you agree? I agree. Now they got this name, AMLO. It sounds like the competitor. For Amway. For Amway. You're right. It's like, you want Amway? We got the Aldi's version, AMLO. (laughs) Cheap shit. Bag it yourself, bitch. Anyways, to the story here. This guy, Mexico said they're done with the drug war. They're tired of funding it, in case you guys didn't know. And um, now this president, he's making noise about changing the approach to drug trafficking and security because it takes so many resources and that the prohibition model for illegal drugs is unsustainable. And he's right about that. He actually got pretty wise. But there's been no detail from AMLO's administration um, about what the end to prohibition will involve. Will it legalize the consumption of cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, and LSD? Legalizing those drugs is a whole other ball game than that of legalizing marijuana. They make a good point there. It's it is a whole different ball game, but not really, because you're still going to regulate and test the sale of all that stuff, so it's going to be safer. That's one aspect of it. You probably will see overdoses go down like the countries that legalize drugs already. Right. Portugal and uh, the other one. Can't think of the name of it. You know what it is. Not you, but somebody out there does. So um, that's one of the things. Is it safer for you when it's tested? Um, one of the dangerous things about untested drugs is people that go to the music festivals and stuff and they do like the Molly and the, uh, what's the other ones they like to do? do? They still have ecstasy. Yeah. Is that still a thing? That is. They do Molly and MDMA. Is that the same thing? Molly and MDMA? I'm not sure. Man. I, I think never, so. I never got on that. Molly game. I think MDMA is similar as like the pure version of Molly or something. Probably. Probably. I don't even know what that sounds, but, but you would, you would have testing for that stuff because people do that and they're going to do it anyway. You know, they're doing it. They know they're going to do it. You know, they're going to do it. They know that you know, they're going to do it. Why don't you just, you know, have some say something safe, but he says he doesn't uh, have much knowledge on the situation. Getting back to Mexico here, AMLO. He doesn't have the knowledge on how to regulate things. And that's what we've been trying to figure out on our show. We've been saying, you know, fuck the drug war. It ain't working. And in Mexico, you agree with us. So you're wiser than we thought you were. So congratulations. 
I mean, that's not a knock against Mexico. Think about what Mexico has done, man. They've taken a lot of our manufacturing jobs, right? Yep. They fucking, they've made millions and billions and trillions of dollars off selling us drugs because, yep. you know, and when they get tired of that shit, they come over here and live and they get taken care of for their hard work. Not like in Mexico where they, you get fucking bullshit. You can go work at a factory in Mexico and make like, you know, pesos. Yeah. Pesos like 10 bucks a day or 30 bucks a day. If that. you come to the U S and, and, and do whatever job you want and make a hundred bucks a day. I mean, that's not even so Mexico. I got good feelings about where Mexico's heading with this though. Uh, it seems that AMLO said uh, without, you know, having much knowledge, but they're going to are they going to legalize the production of all those substances? A proposition from politician from the state of Guerrero, Guerrero, that'd be Guerrero, the state of Guerrero, Mexico's heroin heartland. That has a ring to it. <laughs> if you're driving through Mexico and you see a big sign, Guerrero, and underneath, heroin <laughs> heartland of Mexico. <clears throat> Tell me you wouldn't stop just for the picture. I would just stop just for the picture of the sign. I'd put a needle in my arm, take a selfie. They would. They should. They should have like you know little needle. souvenir, yeah, souvenir things. That's not a. That's not a very funny thing, Dave. That's not a very funny thing we said. Yeah, but we're about money. That's true. That's true. We don't hide that. We I mean, don't. we're still broke, but but we're all about the pennies that we have. Exactly. So along with this heroin heartland, they legalized poppy farming is a woefully lacking in detail. Wow. There goes an opportunity right there, man. Poppy? Poppy. Go do some pot legal poppy farming. Hey, poppy. Hey, poppy. Whether it be involved in tens of thousands of farmers who currently make a living from the plant or whether it's the market to sustain it. Research by political and the anal. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I just. You're thinking about your tights. (laughs) I get it, man. They'll be here by tomorrow. No, Monday. Anyway. Um, research by the analyst group um, Noria suggests there isn't enough demand for legal opium pharmaceutical products in Mexico to sustain a legal industry. I don't know if that's true. That doesn't sound. I would say that if you make um, opium legal and you regulate it and sell it, people are going to buy it. I bet bet you the USA is like, they're gonna fight him over that shit. If they if they legally produced opium, yeah, that'd be crazy. He doesn't think uh, this other guy Zamudio here. Um, Zimu, uh, Carlos Zamudio. He's an investigator on drug markets and consumption, so that's his job. And he's saying that uh, it's still, you know, doesn't he doesn't think that 
anything other than marijuana consumption is going to be decriminalized. However, it won't have a big impact on drug-related violence. And for that, Mexico can blame the United States. The state-level legalization of marijuana America means the black market for it has shrunk, eliminating its cash crop status in Mexico drug cartels. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Taking that weed back. Take that shit. You guys ain't selling weed no more. Why smoke Acapulco Gold when you can take a pick of oils, edibles, and other gourmet products produced and sold legally? Remember getting that Mexican bullshit back in the day when you were younger? Back in the day, yeah. Sticks, steeds, stems, fucking oh, yeah. brown sometimes. Sometimes. Stunk. Yeah. Moldy. Yeah. Smell like gas. And when you, when you act like come across some good shit, everybody's excited. Yeah, homegrown. Yeah, like damn. I got dude. some homegrown. Got that paralyzer. Yeah, I remember that. That was a lot of. Uh, that was back in the day, man, when the cartels ran all markets illegal and drugs. But now people take pride in growing. It's a skill, man. Right. It's a skill. It's a lot of, you got to have a lot of knowledge to do it. And a lot of it is, uh, you don't really, it's one of those things that until you do it, you can talk about it, but the things you encounter, you'll never be able to cover like in a book. Like if I just wrote a book, a big book, you're still not going to encounter every scenario you need to know. I don't know. As long as you wear, as long as you wear your condom while you're doing it. That's cool. Good. Then you're protected. Yeah. No and matter what happens, you're protected. That would be a difficult thing to do because that's just a difficult thing to do. You can't just wear condoms around. Why? Because they'll fall off. You have them on your toes right now. No. No, those are actual those are actual things that are, those are medical. Oh. Oh. Those are actual medical. Uh, I see. My toes are, suffer from diabetes. Why'd they say that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Touch your toes? Just my toes. Damn. I got compression socks for my toes, dude. Fuck. I need to get smaller. Um, this guy here in Mexico, I think he's on the right track. He's just getting some... Uh, another part of his strategy is combating <laughs> drug-related violence. And although he claims to be backing away from militarization... AMLO's administration is putting together an elite force, this time called the National Guard, to hit the streets running in the fight against drug-related violence, replacing the military with a military force. Obviously, that's a little sarcastic there because he is creating something to curb the violence, not to curb the drug distribution, which I think is smart. I agree. Yeah. I think he's headed in the right direction. I think it's going to take a while. And I, I think after yeah, after some time, they'll learn the do's and the don'ts, and it'll work out. Check out what Dick Mayer says in the comments. I was below. reading that man. Fuck Dick Mayer. Just hey, Dick Mayer. You, hey, you're on Team uh, Daily Attic, bro. Just as the article states, America is the driver of the drug market, and is such responsible for many deaths in Mexico. I just hope America will legalize all drugs, have available help for those who are addicted and get the money out of the illicit drugs. Otherwise it is hopeless. 
And then Mike Maxfield comes along and he talks about uh, if you haven't had a family member addicted to drugs, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. The emotional pain, the family stress, stealing, lying, cheating, and the simple dollar cost of getting a member cleaned up is extraordinary. I estimate that between insurance and our own personal funds, it took 12 months to get our son clean on a path of recovery at about $150,000. You know what, Max, Mike Maxfield? I would say, Mr. Mike Maxfield, if your son doesn't want to do it, you just wasted all this fucking money. Right. Not only Says that. a forced intervention. Not, this shit never works. No. Not only that, dude. It's, you know, sad that he's trying to, he's putting it, he's, arguing about a whole different thing yeah there's the drug war and then there's addiction and this guy is actually if you think about it this guy is actually making dick Mayer's argument right because he says i just hope america will legalize all drugs have the available and have available help for those addicted yeah so if they're not spending a trillion dollars on the drug war mike maxfield then your son's treatment is paid for, but you have to pay for it because the government's putting all their resources on preventing the drugs from getting here and putting people in jail that are nonviolent offenders. Not only would your son, you know, be worse off by going to jail because it wouldn't solve his addiction problem, but also he would be worse off if he went to jail because he couldn't, he wouldn't, he would be scarred for life as far as employment and reputable, you know, trying to have a reputation to do things productively is hard with a with a drug rap check check the next comment out cool story none of which makes prohibition any less of a stupid failed approach fuck you john <sighs> man people i don't know no no this this john is agreeing with us man he's saying fuck you mike he's telling that mike maxfield cool story none of which makes prohibition any less of a stupid failed approach see no yeah he's saying prohibition will be failed um yeah prohibition is failed right now oh it is failed sorry man fuzzy i'm sorry (laughs) you are fuzzy you are fuzzy you are fuzzy no oh man we need to end prohibition now yeah I don't know how that's going to look, though, man. We always talk all that shit, dude. Then I'm always nervous, man. What if it does and then everybody just turns into, like, ancient China where everybody sits around smoking opium all day? I don't think that will happen. No? No, as long as people know the uh, the harms and the effects of it and it's properly educated the people, I think it's not going to be no worse than what it is now. Would, do you think there would be, like, a lot of bare minimum type people that would just make enough money, like just be productive enough just to get high. Like they are now. Some of them. Yeah. yeah, But some people are more productive because they're like, well, I want to have some shit. I want to do some shit. And then some people are just like, you know, I'm going to be productive enough. I'm going to make enough money just so I can get high. And that's it. So they're still not really like, you know, a bad addict. In a way that they can't work and stuff, but maybe an addict enough that, I don't know. Well, they'll probably be the same. People who don't use meth now aren't going to use it when it's legal. 
Good point. I mean, just because it's legal. I mean, I know meth is going to fuck you up. Right. I'm not going to use that shit. Here's a good scenario. What if they cut all Adderall right now? Oh, shit. There goes the college test. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. What, well, what, ha- what do you think will happen to uh, methamphetamine if they cut all Adderall? It'll go up. I think it would. Because Adderall, as you all know, is not too far. It's an it's an amphetamine, basically. Huh. 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 Yeah, I was uh, talking to my uh, friend who's a pharmacist over the week, uh, the last two days. And he was telling me to check out uh, a, disp- a dispensary. Not a dispensary. Sorry about that. He was telling me to check out a documentary called OP Oxycontin Express. Hmm. So I'm going to check that out. You should. You should do. I might. Yeah. Because it's that same scenario where they flooded the market with Oxycontins and then when they cut them all off, everybody kind of went to heroin. That whole, I don't know, man. I think it's true. I think it's a fake epidemic. I don't think it's fake. I think it is. No, I think it's real. I think people legitimately have pain. Yeah. And then the doctors and the the uh, regulators fucked everybody over, man, and just said you can't prescribe it no more. I don't think that many people, I don't think that many people have pain though. There's definitely I don't know a lot of people that take it that maybe they had pain but then maybe it healed and they just got addicted to it when they were when they were in pain you know what i mean well how do you know they don't have pain nobody knows really if they have pain or not what's the difference with somebody taking pills or smoking weed a big difference oh because weed hasn't killed one person ever recorded in history okay people if they take enough pills they're they'll be i mean they they could kill them so could a car so could, so could a fallen tree so could a mad 99 percent of the people who take that shit they know the consequences so what about so if they're mixing five different kinds of pills they know there's a good chance they're gonna od you know i mean it's maybe if they're maybe if they're sober, but if they're already high, maybe if they're already high. What if they're already high and they say, yeah, "I'm gonna take some more because I, that didn't do the trick." I don't know, man. It's always tough. These are tough discussions. I think oxycotton is fifty times stronger than a Vicodin. Yeah, I mean, there's some of them drugs should be saved for the more, like the cancer and, you know, the shit like that. Yeah. It shouldn't be given for like a broken leg or. No. I couldn't imagine a, a 50 times stronger than Vicodin, man. Oh, I couldn't even imagine that. And then fentanyl is supposed to be like even stronger than that. And then metafentanyl is supposed to be like a thousand times stronger than that. Metafentanyl's like elephant tranquilizer. 
Who makes that stuff? How do you regulate that kind of stuff if you're the president, if you're AMLO? You're sitting down in Mexico. You're like, all right, I'm ending the drug war. I think it's the right thing to do. You got your critics. You got your fans, such as us. And violence goes down a little bit. But overall, nobody knows what to do now because there was no regulations installed. Whatever they do in Mexico, I'm a fan of putting a time limit on it to see if it works or not. Right. Like a test trial period. Trial period. Maybe even just do it in one one part of the the state. Yeah. You know, like a test part. Yeah. See how it works. I want to say most of the people live in Mexico City. There's like 20 million people or something in Mexico City. I don't know. Dude, it's a lot. It's a lot. Watch. I got, I'm going to guess 22 million. I'm going to guess 22 million in Mexico City. See how good my geography really, that ain't really geography. But, oh, I was way the fuck off. Dude, I was way off. How off? 8.92 8.92 million. And you two, were way the fuck off. But that was in 2016. No, because most of them are at the border, so. They could have been, dude, they could have been fucking like crazy for the last no, two years. No, no, they're all fucking, no. Man, that was a bad guess. Why did I think it was so big? Damn. Well, that's what you always think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how you think, so. <laughs> I'm always thinking big. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one, dog. That's a good one. All right. So overall, this article, what do you think about it? Mexico, AMLO, you know, he's doing what he can, man. I think it's a good step to start. Okay. We'll see. We'll keep our finger on it. Or in it. This is the um, final story of the episode here. And this is uh, from the Reno Gazette Journal. And um, this is pretty interesting. Nevada law aims to prevent most employers from rejecting applicants for testing positive for pot. Starting in 2020, uh, Nevada employers won't be able to turn down a job seeker solely on failing the marijuana drug test. The new state law set to take effect in January, will not stop business owners from testing job applicants for pot, nor will it prevent them from refusing to hire applicants who test positive for other drugs. But marijuana, no. You know, I had I heard an interesting comment about this. I shared this with some people on the golf course, and uh, they said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's still federally illegal. Right. But in Nevada, it matters. As long as they don't have any federal contracts at these places that they're applying to. Man, I would say that there's going to be some big fucking cases yeah, going on. I think on there. there's a lot of states that have a little bit of good and a little bit of good here. And all the states just need to bring it together and it'll be a completed puzzle. I think you're right. I think you're right. Every state has their own own special but one law. Th- the one thing the federal government has not done yet has not interfered with state marijuana law. Not yet. Not yet. You think this is the first time it's gonna now? Nah. I don't think so either, man. No, I was just reading that they're they're gonna be passing a bill soon to legalize it anyways. 
federally? Yeah. Uh, Which means all this state shit's been done for nothing. I know, right? If that happens, I mean, right. the Fed should just do it right now and say, all right, you guys just stop wasting money trying to get the shit passed. There it is. Hoop, there it is. Hoop, there it is. But you know what? The states that don't want it will probably still make laws saying we don't want it here. Yeah, I'm sure that they will. The feds, if the feds are smart, they'll still leave it up to the states, but they would say we're out of it. We got nothing to do with it. That's what they would. If they came out with their own set of laws, like you can have this many plants federally and all that, I think that would be a mistake. I seen something about, uh, the feds taking the money away from the, uh, DEA for hemp. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Hemp's where it's at, dude. I've been doing a lot of research into hemp. You know what you can make out of hemp, dude? Anything. Plastic. Whatever. Won't be any more plastic. Biodegradable plastic. Burn that shit. You can, it'll just fucking dissolve. You know, I was talking to someone that used to run a uh, manufacturing, they used to run a plastics plant. Do you know that plastics made out of petroleum? 100%? Yeah. Yeah. 100%? Yeah. Out of petroleum. I didn't know that. I thought there was like other shit in there, like, you know, soybean oil or something, or I don't know, something. I thought there was something, a chemical, sulfur, I don't know, something. There's nothing. It's just fucking plastic. It's just petroleum in a different molecular form. I'm just saying, man, if they forced companies to do, say, 70% of their plastics out of hemp, the hemp market would be so. Everybody want in on that shit. Yeah. It'd be so profitable. I know. Bring the good for the environment, good for people's pockets. So what's going on with the, what's going on with uh, the DEA and hemp? DEA DEA is no longer like. They're not getting no more money to to go after it. Yeah, at all. They, they're giving that money to uh, some kind of regulators. I don't know if it's the FDA. It might be the FDA. That's good. That's a good that's a good thing. Nevada, I think Nevada should be applauded for lots of reasons, but mainly because this makes sense, Nevada. This makes a lot of sense. Nevada is gonna be our friends. We love the way you're going with this. Um keep up the good work. Because um Dude, how badass when you're at the fucking slot machine with a fucking beer. And a fucking blunt in your hand. That's not a bad idea. I like that thought. And a condom on. I felt, yeah, no. Toe socks. Or whatever. Yeah. Damn. No, we can do that. That that would be awesome. Man, let's go to Nevada. Let's go to Nevada. That's where it's going on at. We're going to take off right now, actually. Let's get the next flight. That's the show, everybody. We've been away for a long time. Next episode, maybe we'll get into my travels, different places in the world, different people, different things. But for now, check us out at Daily Addict Show on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast all the casts everywhere we're on the cast yo peace everywhere <laughs>